will Canadians finally get some answers? We want to know what caused all the travel chaos with airlines and airports last month. And most importantly, we want to know that it's not going to happen again. The House of Commons Transport Committee has unanimously agreed to hear from those in the industry on these issues. And for more on the story, we're joined now by Mackenzie Gray, our Global National Reporter. Good morning. Good morning. So how is this going to unfold? What's going to happen? Well, it's going to be marathon testimony today. So, I mean, we're going to be hearing from the top executives from Air Canada, from WestJet and Sunwing. We'll also hear from some folks who work at the different airports, from the airport authorities. And importantly, we're going to hear from Omar Algabra, too. I think the Conservatives will really be trying to pin this on Mr. Algabra, saying, hey, we saw the issues that happened back in the spring of 2022. Yet, at Christmas time, we had a lot of the same problems. What's going on? I think the Liberals are really going to be trying putting this on the airline, saying, look, we did our part. We got the CBSA officers that the airlines were complaining about. We got the security guards the airlines were complaining about. But you guys didn't have the staff. And frankly, in some cases, you guys didn't even try to get the Canadians who were either stranded down in Mexico or other Caribbean destinations or who were in Canada just trying to see their family. You didn't even try to get the flights out. So it'll be a contentious day. It starts at 10.30 Eastern here, and it goes all the way to 4.30. So for a committee hearing, that's it's quite long. We're hearing from a number of different witnesses. Yeah. People are wanting to know, like you said, Simi, to get to the bottom of it. I don't think we're going to hear anything substantive from the airlines that say that this isn't going to happen again. But you said the word contentious there. Do you think there will be some of that? Absolutely. I, you know, And I think for the airline executives, It'll be the questions from the Liberals that I would expect to be the hardest. You know, I think there's a lot of politically at stake for them here to make the, the blame go on to the airlines. And as I mentioned before, the Conservatives are really already trying to tie this to the Liberals. Uh, you know, it is clear that the issues that happened this time were not the same ones that happened in the spring. The lines at the airport were not predicated on the fact that there weren't enough security guards. They were predicated on the fact that the airlines couldn't get the flights out. And the Conservatives would try and have to believe that Omar Gabra has a crystal ball that controls the weather, which, you know, is not the case. Uh, but it certainly will be contentious from all sides. And it is high stakes. This is a big issue. Everyone knows someone who is impacted by travel. And this is the second time it's happened for the Liberals. If it happens another time, then it's a real problem for them politically heading into whenever the next election will be. Right, because there is that Canadian Transportation Agency, right? They're the regulator that looks after these complaints. But I understand there's a huge backlog. There is a huge backlog, and, and that's for folks who want to go through the Air Passenger Bill of Rights. So if you were one of the people that were impacted over Christmas and you were looking to get, you know, let's say $800 because your flight was delayed by more than 12 hours, which is what you would get if Air Canada was your carrier, uh, we see from many people who try to go through that process that Air Canada, WestJet, any of the airlines will try and stonewall you in paperwork, deny your claims, and make it very difficult for you to get the money that you were owed. And I interviewed Omar Al-Gabra about this last week and said, look, we hear from advocates who cover this issue, who follow this. They say that it's actually easier for you to go to small claims court or someone who's been aggrieved in this situation, if you have a dispute with the airline, than actually going through the process with the CTA. And he said he recognizes that, and that is something that they're potentially going to change to make it more difficult in the Air Passenger Bill of Rights for the airlines to wiggle out of their responsibility which is clear that they do that right now. And even when you go through the process, it takes an extended period of time. There's a huge backlog right now. So that was the Liberals' signature kind of political promise going all the way back to their first mandate. And it's clear right now that that process is you know, essentially broken in terms of getting Canadians the money they need or the money that they are owed when they have issues like we saw over Christmas. Hmm. And so will they hear from travellers too who were affected? No, we're not expecting to hear from travelers today, but, you know, we've heard a lot of those stories and they, they weren't really viral on social media, which is, I think, why we've 
seeing the the outcry that we are seeing from various levels of politicians. One group we're also not going to be hearing from today is Via Rail. That'll be coming up later. We saw a bunch of issues with here and here uh, near Ottawa where trees were falling on trains. People were stuck on trains for 20 hours. There was no water. There was no food. The fire department had to come basically rescue these people. So it's not just air travel. It's train travel, too. And, of course, Via Rail is a crown corporation. So there's another kind of governmental layer that's involved with that, too. So they'll be hearing from them at a future date. And, and I would expect that these hearings will go on for a while. This is a major issue that not only uh, cost the Canadian economy a boatload of money during Christmas, but really impacted tons of people at a time when, you know, I think a lot of folks are sitting there thinking, do I want to travel now? Can I trust that the system works properly? That's what people felt before with the issues that we saw in the spring. And I think that's really underscored now, which is a problem for not only the airlines, but the government. Because remember, the federal government is the largest shareholder in Air Canada. They own over 5% of the company from the bailout that they have. So there's, a, there's also a financial interest for all Canadians that they get their uh, business hmm. together. Is there a, do you get a sense that the government is interested in doing something here? Like, do they feel that pressure, Mackenzie? Uh, they definitely feel the pressure. I think that's why we're seeing El Gabra come out and say, look, I'm willing to change the passenger bill of rights. But in the end, they can't staff the airlines. And, and you talk to experts in the field, and it's clear that Air Canada, WestJet, Sunwing, they're having major problems getting staff in the right places to be able to handle things. Uh, and we saw that, you know, kind of going back to the passenger bill of rights issues, you know, we saw that with a lot of things that we, when we spoke to people who were at the airport, the official reason that they'd be given was that the weather's bad, but you get to the airport and you talk to someone at the counter, and the issue wasn't that the weather was bad, the issue was that they didn't have the staff to be able to fly the plane, whether right. it be the pilots and the staff is timed out, or they just don't have any agents or whoever it may be at the gate to be able to get you onto the plane. That's a problem for the airlines. You know, the, the federal government can't control that. Uh, but, you know, going back to the Air Canada point, in most situations, if you're the largest shareholder in a company and a company is performing dismally in a very public way, you go to the shareholder meeting and you say, hey, I've got some major problems here and we need to change things. I've asked the transport minister about that. The government doesn't seem to have the stomach to do that at this point in time. But if Air Canada in particular keeps having the issues that they have, I don't doubt that they'll throw around the power to say, hey, we need some changes here to make sure that these things don't happen again. Interesting. Mackenzie, thank you so much. Thanks, Amy. That's Mackenzie Gray, Global National Reporter, uh, talking this morning about the House of Commons Transport Committee. They will be hearing some testimony from the airline industry executives, vice presidents of certain airlines, not the actual presidents showing up for this, uh, but president of Sunwing and others. Uh, just trying to find out what happened in the month of December to cause all that traffic, traffic chaos here from the airports too. I'm sure there'll be a lot of blame being distributed back and forth, but I know Canadians are engaged and interested to hear this because we don't want to see this happen again. I think most of all, you want to see some consequences for that chaos, for people who missed their holidays with families, missed seeing loved ones. I mean, that that was pretty traumatic for a lot of people. So we'll be following along with that story. If you want to weigh in, simi at cknw.com.